Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Hello, friends. Let me say this. Too Much to Say with Kaylee Shore is a podcast. It's very interesting. She's very much millennial. And she's talking about in this episode, Framing Britney, which is the Britney Spears documentary, which I am just dying to watch but have not had time yet. And you can learn, this is what she says, learn from the media and its viewers what we can learn from them and how they treated Britney Spears. Amy, you've started this? Yeah, and it's really good. Pretty powerful, especially to see just as a society, media-wise and just as humans, how far we've come when it comes to mental health. Because I even think back to where I was whenever she was having, you know, the head-shaving moment and different things. And it just was, in my mind, I was like, she's crazy. She's on drugs. Like, something's totally wrong with her. Well, yeah, it was. But now, just I think how we've all grown or hopefully if you have grown you see like oh my gosh this is a real mental health issue and we treated it the news treated it in such a way that was so like poking fun of her and she had something really deep going on it's crazy there's this one scene of family feud how deep into it are you i'm more than halfway through the whole series it's only it's one episode in the new york times oh it's uh, only one episode mm -hmm. yeah how do i watch it because it's not on netflix i'm watching it on hulu so that's where I'm getting it, but I don't have Hulu. like, just this isn't giving anything. Can I buy a subscription to Hulu for this dang thing. <laughs> oh well, go I ahead. Can maybe hook you up or something. So, a Family Feud had an episode where they're like, "What has Britney Spears lost lately?" And uh, the answers are, uh, her hair. To, okay, obviously her her family, which is like tragic. <laughs> like that's sad. Uh, her mind, like her sanity. It was one of the options, like, ding, 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 you got it. And it was like, uh, you know, at the time, I guess it just was pop culture and f funny to people. I'm even to, like, me too. I, I lumped myself into that when it was happening. But now I have such compassion of, like, she was hurting and basically was a mockery was made of it. Well, I'm ready to watch it. I'm yeah. Just, I didn't know it was one episode. I thought it was a series. That's good. I There's a, I'm it. curious to see when you get to a Diane Sawyer interview part. I've what seen that tweeted okay. about where yeah. they're like ripping her, but they're also telling Craig Ferguson, hey, thanks, because at one point he's like, we're not making fun of Bernie Spears anymore. That's it. Okay. But I yeah. I, I would say this too, that, yeah, I think definitely we didn't understand mental health as much then as a society. We're getting better at it because, listen, Kanye's had his... and his instances mm -hmm. and you see some people go man Kanye but then some people are like hey this guy's going through something you wouldn't have seen that back then no and it just it's crazy because that wasn't that long ago yeah so I think it's also encouraging to see how far we can come in such a short period of time well check out too much to say with Kaylee Shore she talks about that you guys new podcast hope you give it a chance uh, again too much to say with Kaylee Shore that is up for you ready to go on the Bobby cast this week for me Friday will be Edwin McCain who Sang the song, I'll be your crying. Oh, here we go. He's coming to town. He's going to come on the show next week to and perform. So it'll be a cool. full Bobby cast and he'll come and perform. Which this this song, jam, massive. But then he also had, I could not ask for more. Yeah, I could not ask for more. Yeah. I could not ask for more. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I once went to OBU to watch him play, Washtenaw Baptist University. That was the rich school. There were two. Henderson State was where the normal folks went, where I went. And then across the street was OBU where the rich kids went. And so he played the rich kids school, and I bought tickets and went over and watched him. And it was just him and a horn player. Oh. He had a guitar, and it was him, just a horn player. 
And I remember thinking this is the coolest, like coolest concept. Now as I got older, I understand you don't have to hire a whole band. Don't hire a whole band. You're saving <laughs> a bunch of money. It. Yeah, but it was great. I loved Edward McCain when I was younger. But uh, he will um, be on the Bobbycast Friday, and then he'll perform on the show next week, which is pretty cool. Lunchbox sent me a question. Ask the question, and I'll let everybody see if they know the answer. So when we have artists come in here, they bring players or whatever, and I just wonder, do, does no one have stylists or style in this town? Because every single one of them wears all black like they're marching to a funeral, and they look like it just looks like they're so unhappy. They have black clothes, black pants, black shoes. There's nothing but black. And I'm like, guys, can we spice it up a little bit? The Who? reason is the artists, no, or the, the back band, the, the, the other people. I don't know what you call them, players. The band, well, yeah. that's the reason they're wearing black yeah, yeah, yeah. because they're there to play and not be visually consumed. Like they want to do as little as possible to get the attention on them and make sure the attention is on the front guy. Mm -hmm. Same thing on a, on a TV set, American Idol, for example. Everybody in crew wears all black. Oh yeah, and nothing else. Everything you have to have is black. Um, but that's why. But I never, I guess I didn't think about that. But most of the time, you don't see someone come in in a hot pink shirt that's, you know, playing guitar for Brett Young. Yeah, because that would pop and your, everyone's eyes would be Everybody would them. look at that person. Man, I just feel bad for them. They don't get to wear anything different ever. They're just black clothes all the time. They don't time. live in black clothes. It's for like an hour when they come up here. <laughs> so you think outside of there, they wear yeah. normal clothes? Whatever they want, actually, yeah. probably. Yeah, they probably can wear whatever. That's not that hot yeah. pink, yeah. yeah. So Lunchbox sent me that. Raymundo sent me something about a, a parade magazine. Yeah, I read your article. It was awesome. I thought it was a very educational article. I learned some stuff in it. I didn't talk about it on the show. It was about a week ago it came out. Okay. What about it? Because this is what Ray sent me. There were some things that really stood out. Huh. What stood out? So it's just a teaser. One part of it is uh, your biggest accomplishment shocked me. Huh. Would never have thought that's the direction you were going to go. So uh, What was my biggest accomplishment in the article? It was your time on Dancing with the Stars. And then I believe you also included that in with your fiance now, Caitlin. Well, what I said was, it's not actually the mirror ball, but if I had I not won the mirror ball, I would have never met Caitlin. Good one. Because I went back the next year, and that's when I met her. Yeah. Right. Her friend does PR for ABC. If you would have just been on the show and lost, you wouldn't have gone back. I wouldn't back. have met her. So I now, my got biggest it. accomplishment is winning Dancing with the Stars because it introduced me to Caitlin. I don't think that's what Ray got from it. Oh. Um. No, that was good. <laughs> no, oh, that's not what you got from it? You I mean, just I thought did. it was Dancing with the Stars? No, you tied it in better than I did, but oh, okay. that's why you're the host. Okay. <laughs> uh, there was also a section where it talked about Eddie, and I'm sorry to laugh. What? I don't remember this after I read the article. <laughs> I, I'm in there? <laughs> it was overly dramatic about Eddie's COVID scare. If you just read it, you would have thought Eddie was clinging to life in a hospital fighting COVID. Hey, as it, far it was as not I know, fun. you were playing video games at your house and your wife was delivering you food. That's pretty much how it went, yeah. But it, it, it just said that Eddie, your best, well, your very good friend, and it's COVID scare, and I just didn't remember it being a scare. <laughs> Hold on, Mike. <laughs> Mike's pulling it up here. I don't remember. Uh, that's that's funny, right? <laughs> Because <laughs> it really wasn't a scare. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it was scary. It was it's still kind of new. It was COVID. early. Yeah. Yeah. Just Mike, just do like control <laughs> F and type COVID in. <laughs> and then see what comes up because I don't see it in this article. I didn't read the article. Most things I don't read or I don't watch if I'm on because I've had enough of me. But Ray sent that and I was like, oh, the one thing I did see because um, someone had texted it over to Caitlin and I, I compared my life before Caitlin as to me being the Grinch. I thought that was interesting. Where oh, you read it too? 
Oh, yeah. you read, dang! Guys. I read it and Thank I was surprised. I, I even said, I was like, I don't know why Bobby's not bragging about this on air, dude. When you get your thing in Parade Magazine, they do a whole page dedicated to you, and you don't even want to mention it. Like, it wasn't hey. that? I just it, it's there's it's just an, enough of me. Like, I got some cool stuff going on. I just don't want to overload people with it. And it's not like check out this article. Check out this. Like, I got a show coming out. I'm pretty pumped about. It. I'm having to kind of limit what I say about it because I don't want it to be too much. So, um, let me do. The, the COVID question. Mike's pulled it up. They said, what's the hardest thing for you this year? And I said, what's the hardest thing for nice. you this year? Nice. No. Seeing my friend Eddie go through COVID? No, it wasn't, about, it wasn't about just you. It wasn't oh. about just you. Caitlin's uh. grandfather also had COVID. Okay. It yes. was like, I've had some people that got really sick from COVID. We've all tried to be extremely careful, myself included. So it was hard to watch them go through what they've been going through. Eddie, my producer and comedy partner, got really sick with COVID. Oh, I guess maybe real. You did get. I did. You that, got COVID. That's you lost all your, factual. Yeah, really. you got really sick. Maybe really I, isn't the word. Hey, really sick. I was. I was COVID. Hundred yeah. percent. Uh, Tim, our security guy, got sick with COVID. A lot of people around me got it. Uh, there's been a lot of band crew haven't been able to work. I've been lucky. I've had jobs, and then it goes into that. Okay, it's been hard. Bad. Ray. Ray, I started to feel bad that I really exaggerated the Eddie COVID thing. No, 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 you're fine. But you right there, you mentioned a couple relatives that had gotten sick, and in the article, it didn't mention them, so it made it sound like. It was talking it was about Eddie. Eddie when it said to just watch him fight through this has been difficult. Mm-hmm. I did mention other people. I just yeah, didn't go. Yes. Okay, okay. Thank you, though. But buddy. I think Ray's right a bit. That's probably just answering a question. But for me, it was COVID because then I go into uh, being in radio. Um, fine, we're called essential workers, but we're really not. But, like, people that can't actually work, it sucks for them. And mm-hmm. I list some people. Our tour manager. Uh, people in our band, friends not being able to pay their bills. That's kind of what it went into. But I did say really sick, and I guess you didn't get really sick. With COVID. Hey, I got sick, you man. Did get sick, but three three days, three or four days out of it. Of what? You were on the phone with us every day. Well, yeah, I got got to still work. <laughs> and then scroll up. Um, I hate reading these articles. <laughs> is that is that awkward for yeah, you? I just don't like. I just. I get that. You recently got engaged to your girlfriend, Caitlin Parker. Are you a romantic? I said, I am now with her. I've never told anyone I love them at all until her. I'm like the Grinch. I had a deep, dark heart, and no one was able to get to it. And then, like the end of the Grinch, where his heart grows three sizes, that's what happened when I met her. That's what I said. Good comparison. Pretty good answer, huh? Mm -hmm. Great. All right. All right, Ray, thank you for bringing that up. We can put it up on a page or something. Right, Morgan? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or something. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There you go. Mark that off the list. What I do on the post shows, I make a list of things that I'm for sure I want to talk about. Um, let's play voicemail number two. If you don't mind, this is Kristen. I'm just wondering if you guys can do What's the Hat? That's one of my favorite segments, and I haven't done it in a while. But I also love hearing this part. Hey, what's the hat? I just love that part, too. All right, I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go. Hey, what's the haps? Let's go around the room. What's the haps right this second? Oh, this second? Well, like today, the haps. I mentioned this later on in the show, but today at my house is day one of tearing out two bathrooms. There's so much water in the floor, it has fallen under the house. It's it's saturated. So they're like, we just have to go full, full rip out. So they do demolition prep today, which means Kayla and I have to go into our closets, take out every single thing, because in demolition there's dust. Yeah. And they're like, you don't want it in your clothes. So as they cover up everything, we got to move it out. We're moving into a guest room, two bathrooms. You going to help with the demo? Like get a sledgehammer and knock some walls down? Property Brothers. No, I'm not. I did demo on a big level one of my episodes. Not fun? 
It's it looks fun. I got it out of my system. I got to use big sledgehammers, little sledgehammers. Yeah. It's it's definitely real work. I get to cut cement. That's cool. So, eh. <laughs> you're gonna opt out of this. I'm gonna one? let the pros do it because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. So doing that. They're like, no, no, not that wall, not that wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I got a man crate. Oh. A beef jerky one this time, mm. and it was so full of beef jerky. The man crates are awesome. If maybe there's still time for Valentine's Day, if you want to get a man crate, I got Eddie one once with like a, barbecue stuff. Yeah. And oh, this, I got my husband one once. It's a hot sauce making kit. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I did golf balls late last year, and I got me a beef jerky one this year. I love beef jerky. <laughs> you do. <laughs> gas station is the best. <laughs> like the kind that looks like it's been made at that gas station and put in like a, a little bag. Yeah. For some reason, that just tastes better to me. Um, but so now it's like the ultimate dog treat. And we do whistle training with the dogs where we blow it and they get premier treats. They come to the whistle. So we'll be all, so I'll, I'll do some of that today too with, with some of that beef jerky. Uh, Amy? Um, well, I just sent some candy grams to my daughter at school because I found out she was ordering them for herself, uh, you know, to be sent to her. You're supposed to take money and you send it like the dollar of the, or the candy gram, the ring pop to your friend or maybe your boyfriend or girlfriend. And she took the money and bought herself some, so she'll get them delivered. But I thought it would be nice for her to have a little surprise from mom and dad too. Yeah. So she'll be getting something from us. I did the same thing. I, I no one ever sent me candy grams. We got, but you get it from all your people. No one ever sent me it. So I would send it to myself as secret admirer. Oh. Not even from me. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I got five from a secret admirer. <laughs> And then I'd look around the room and act like I was trying to figure it out. Uh, Nobody ever sent me crap. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Eddie. Oh, I'm getting to interview John Densmore. He's the drummer for The Doors later today. So I'm pumped about that. I love The Doors. Uh, this is a living legend, so I get to ask him whatever I want. I'm so pumped about it. Amy, can you name a Doors song? No. Oh, come on. No. I Nope. Nope. Not even if you tell me to come on. I can't. What if we come do? On. What if we do? Come on, baby. Light my fire. Come there on, there it is. Okay, well, I mean, if you give me a hint. How about Riders on the Storm? Mm. Going away. Nope. Okay. People yep. are strange. No, I nope. don't know that okay. one. Right. Lunchbox, what's the haps with you? Man, I just uh, today's a bad day. Don't think I'm going to get a nap in. Uh, just real busy today. But the good news is the challenge is tonight. And if you guys, I mean. Wait, so what are you doing that's busy? Uh, I got uh, podcast stuff, and we got an interview. We got one of the Tennessee Titans, Taylor Lewan, coming on for Friday's episode. Oh, I love him. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yeah, he's really cool. And so we're interviewing him later today. And then, I mean, the challenge tonight, if you guys are missing the challenge on MTV, you're missing great TV. Look at me. How do I look? Same. Mm. What? Ha- um, I left my makeup on from last night after I did the oh, I cannot tell. shot a bunch of stuff at the Grand Ole Opry. And I left my makeup on because I have some idol American Idol starts on Sunday. So I'm doing some promo stuff this afternoon with People TV, um, TV Insider Access, uh, what, these different, you know, I, sometimes I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> but here's the thing I know what's going to happen. So I left the makeup on because like, yeah, I'll just sleep in it and hopefully look pretty the next day. Oh, okay. Um, then, thank you for, thinking, for not noticing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But I know, because I've turned down every interview from national press about Morgan Wallen. Every network's reached out. They've been like, talk about it. I was like, there's nothing to talk about. I've said how I feel about it. Don't cancel the guy. He's obviously taking some time off. Hopefully he's going to reflect and go, oh, shouldn't do that. And then come back, be a better person from it, and we move on with our lives. And he gets to keep making great music. But So I've, I've turned down every offer because I'm just don't. i not going to be the guy that's looking for attention to go on TV to talk about that. I know today in these interviews – 
they're going to they're gonna hit me with those. And I've done such a, like, been purposeful to not do interviews with major, you know, network shows. It's just not really my... How do you answer those questions? If they do go there, like, how do you deflect? I don't deflect. I go, from the beginning, the day after it happened, I came on and said, do not cancel Morgan Wallen. The cancel folks beat the crap out of me. I also said he probably needs to go away for a little bit and understand why this is affecting so many people. And then the people that, that don't cancel people have been beating me up. So I've just lived in this land of everybody. Wah, 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 wah. You're a loser. You're stupid. We hate you. So, but that's how I feel. That's how I felt the day after. It's how I feel today. I feel the same way. It's good. I don't know if it's good or not, but that's what I said after that show. And that's what I, that's how I still feel. But it's like, I know that they're going to ask me and I'm just going to go. There's not a cancel culture guy. I think he's got some work to do. I'm, I'm praying for him, rooting for him. You know, we can all grow. That's probably going to be my... Do that thing where you say, unless you've done... Da, 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 no, no, no. Unless you've murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Not the list. Should, I do that. I hit him with the list. <laughs> Guys, I'm glad you asked. I have a cancel list on things you should cancel over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I list. Bill Cosby. <laughs> cancel. Yeah. Yes, cancel. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Cancel. cancel. Yeah. Um, but I have that today, so I can't say I'm looking forward to... I like promoting American Idol, but I know that's what's going to happen. Mm. So... Uh, Sucks. It's just always weird. Like I saw Tom Brady do some interviews before about Super Bowl. Morgan Wallen. No, 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 but not about Morgan Wallen. But stuff he clearly didn't want to answer. And it's always awkward to watch them go. I don't really want to answer that right now. I don't have a good, a good answer for that. And you so. can. And that's the best thing to do if you don't have an answer. Right. But it's still awkward or to watch. Or if you that. don't know how you feel exactly. Sometimes you just don't have enough information. Yeah. The best oh. thing to do is to go. You know what? I don't have enough information to actually give an opinion that I feel smart enough to say. Right. Or what did that one guy say that one time? I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, but that was different. That's but yeah. not in an interview. That's Marshawn Lynch. He doesn't <laughs> want to go do post-game interview. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Alex Trebek's wardrobe is being donated to a homeless organization. Cool. I bet love he's got that. a lot of suits. like that. Probably a lot of nice suits, yeah. too. Pretty cool there. Saw that one. Thank you, Scuba Steve, for the story. How cool. I wonder if they put something special on the inside. Because how great if you need a suit for something. Maybe you got an interview and you're down on your luck. And then you open up the coat pocket and you see Alex Trebek's name in there. Yeah, oh, no, that's put, cool. And you put it on. All of a sudden, you're like, well, the optical protuberance <laughs> is the part of the back of the head that has it. And you're like, wow, I know all this amazing stuff. <laughs> oh. So saw that. An LAPD officer was arrested for stealing a truck from a dealership over a year ago. Oh, just to steal it? He wasn't using it for, like, a chase, like in the movies? Or, like, I need to steal his car. Oh, those scenes are crazy. I love it. Because I'm telling you, if that was happening to me and I was in my car and someone goes, let me have your car. I need to go chase this criminal. Get your own car. Yeah, if he wasn't, <laughs> it didn't have a badge on, I'd be like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> a Los Angeles police officer was arrested after he stole a truck from a local dealership. He stole the truck after simply driving off the lot while the salesman was distracted. Wow. He then used his law enforcement background to report the truck had been recovered. The officer had actually used the truck for over a year, including driving to the station with it. Huh. He was relieved of his duties after deputies found the truck in the employee parking lot. How bizarre. <laughs> but cops do technically have the right to request your car. They do? Mm-hmm. A little side note there. But if they're in a But uniform, do we have to give it to I them? just wouldn't trust somebody if they didn't have a badge on. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's Lunchbox's next stunt. Go up to people and be like, I'm a cop. I need your car. No. No. <laughs> There's our, uh, 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 there was a stunt that went wrong here in Nashville. So oh, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. Fake, yeah. Fake yeah. robbing yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, we ain't doing that. Yeah. But if you I w- see- by the way, I was kidding. I would never have him do that. A- have you seen The Lovebirds? It's a movie on Netflix. That does happen. It's pretty funny. What's it? 
What's the love? We don't is? know what that is. Yeah. It's a movie on Netflix where these people are on a date, and then this guy comes up and goes, "Give me your car, I'm a cop," and so they jump in the back seat, and what happens? It's really hilarious, and they go along for the police chase. I never heard of the it. The whole show's about. It's that? with the guy from uh, Dinesh from. Um, Silicon Valley, I don't know her, his name, though. The Lovebirds from 2020, uh, the uh, last year. If I go to the Rotten Tomatoes page, I'm trying to get to it here. It's like Lunchbox's dream to be on a date and then end up in a car chase. Yes, it's exactly what it was. It's like, I need your car, I'm a cop, and he, he jumps in there just along for the chase. <laughs> for some reason, the internet's not working. But uh, it is a movie. Yeah, oh, I know it is. I saw it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I know. I'd never heard of it, though. Have you guys ever even heard of it? No. Uh-uh. It's got a 50%. It's a splat on okay. Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's a good comedy. It's fun. You laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely outrageous and unrealistic, but it's hilarious. Heck, so is this show. Let's be honest. Uh, that's it. Thank you, guys. Anything you'd like to say, Amy? Uh, no, I just hope everyone has a great day. Yeah, I love that about you. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Goodbye, friends. Bye. <laughs> Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. What's happening? Good morning, friends. Morning, studio. Morning. Over in North Carolina, Jessica is on the phone right now. Hey, Jessica. Hi, guys. What's happening? I just wanted to share a little tell me something good that came from the B-Team Facebook page. Thought you guys would appreciate knowing um, how far... Your show is reaching not just on the show, but also on social media. Okay, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, um, so the B-Team Facebook page, someone offered to buy um, a Four Things tote for just a mom in need. Um, and someone had commented, eventually I shared my story that my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter is battling leukemia. And due to the medical bills and the expenses of that and me being out of work, I posted our story and they reached out. And we had tons of people reach out to purchase um, the Four Things tote, they bought me the Four Things tote, a Pimp and Joy t-shirt, and then they sent us money to cover Charlotte's Christmas, our daughter's Christmas. So they sent us about $400 that we were able to just purchase whatever she wanted for Christmas wow. that she wouldn't have had otherwise. So. Mm. See, and first of all, let me say that <laughs> it's so cool. I'm really sorry to hear what you're going through. Mm-hmm. hope you're remaining strong. I hope you're getting positive news. I know you're you're fighting now and... You know, I want to recognize that before I start talking about anything else. Okay, Jessica? Thank you. I appreciate that. She's um, doing great, so we just focus on the positive. Love that. Uh, secondly, this is what the B team is all about. Started it years and years ago. Started calling our group that because I feel like we're not really the A teamers, meaning we didn't get picked first. You know, I definitely didn't. I was always either next to last or last person picked. And so, but there was, there was always strength in numbers with. You know, the kids who weren't popular kids, weren't the rich kids. I feel like that's our group. I feel like that's us now. We may not be the most socially accepted, most loved on Instagram. We're just not that A group. However, we're cool with being the B team. We're cool with being the group that people always count out. That's what, that's what we're here for. And we, we, we bond, we stick together, and we do things for each other and you know, that story just warms my heart. I appreciate you telling me that. It, that's a pretty good place. I'm not going to lie to you. That B-Team Facebook page, I go over there. If I'm having a bad day, I go look at it. It makes me feel good. Because <laughs> otherwise, if I go to our page, it makes me feel worse. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I appreciate that call, Jessica. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Anything else that I can do for you? That's all. I just really appreciate you guys. You guys keep me lifted up when we're on the way to chemo. That's actually where we're going right now. Mm. 
um, headed for a chemo treatment. And it's just been great to have that family surrounding us that has become the B team. So, Well, I think, why don't we send her some more Pimp and Joy stuff? We'll get you and oh. your daughter, and we'll make sure you're all outfitted up and, you know, you'll, it's comfortable. You'll like it. You're spreading a good message. So if I can put you on hold, we'll send you a whole batch, okay? You're incredible. Thank you guys. So all right, much. Jessica. See you later. Dang, what a story, huh? I love it. Yeah, no. I mean, and it's such good perspective, even to first thing in the morning. Like, I was, I think I spilt coffee on myself this morning right away, and I was frustrated and irritated. And then, you know, Jessica calls, and she's on her way to take her daughter to chemo. So, helps put it into perspective of what others are going through at the moment. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. Appreciate the B team. Yeah. You know how you're in the B team? You just go, yeah, I'm part of the B team. I'm going to look to help others. Yeah. That's it. That's the only way. That's, that's the membership fee. Zero dollars, but a lot of cents. Oh, no, that's come on. Come on. Just come up with that right now. <laughs> it's the new tagline. <laughs> Dang. What I need the B team to do, though, more, more and more is, you know how Taylor Swift's armies go after people when she says it? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, The B team doesn't attack people for me yet. No. Well, I think yeah, but that, I don't. But then that's I'm negative. kidding. Oh, they're okay. peaceful, Bones. Yeah, they're peaceful. We Relax. Like to keep I'm not it. sicking anybody. I can't even tell a joke because Amy starts to go, no, don't. The Swifties are not peaceful. What? No. No, I just, because I think that would be great, and they will do that. That's no, what I'm saying. They don't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> They'll beat me up all the time, and they're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> we have two dogs. They don't get along. Some of the time. So I spent yesterday cleaning up vomit, pee, and blood consistently. Blood? What's going on over there? I know. <laughs> it's like a wrestling match. <laughs> it's like a murder scene. Like, do you just walk in and that's there or you see it happen? Or I think the blood is from the puppy whose teeth are coming out. And sometimes there's some blood. That I think. Okay. Why um, am I just now realizing that puppies lose their teeth? <laughs> I guess it makes sense, but yeah. to me, I didn't know. I so you, just learned that too, Amy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I guess I haven't ever had like a puppy puppy, but that's crazy. So their teeth well, fall out? Well, I hope, out? unless they're just falling out. <laughs> Maybe somebody Google the puppies lose their teeth, but okay. I, were, I were told that uh, her baby teeth's coming out. Oh, all right. Because she was just not, and it was just slicing my fingers, mm-hmm. but it's just she's better. That's all I do is I am cleaning up. They lose around 12 weeks. Gotcha. The teeth begin to fall out and permanent teeth begin to, they say, erupt. Oh, so that's so what, they're erupting. That's clearly. what we're What's dealing happening? with. Oh, my goodness. And then our two bathrooms in our house that have both flooded. We've had to move out of our room. Had to go to Target yesterday and buy clothing racks. And now we have all of our we had to get them out of our closet because they're doing demolition and there's salt. There's dust that will go all over the clothes in the closet. So we uh, we're just in like a different bedroom. It's a, it's not good at my house right now. And then I got I'm, I'm paying for a wedding. <laughs> two, yeah, on two, top of that. Two bathrooms, <laughs> two dogs. <sighs> I may have to take another radio show just to be able to afford this year. I'm more worried about these dogs right now. This sounds intense. The, they're, the puppy is extremely puppy, and Stanley is extremely stubborn. Growing up, we had dogs that didn't get along. We got through it just fine. They'll be fine. We actually have a call today with someone who deals with this, this situation. Issue. Okay. So... That's what's happening in my house. But Kaylin's always stressed out. We're moving dogs room to room. I'm taking Stanley with me. Okay, I'll take him. We let him play for a little bit. I'm watching them close, ready to swoop in if they start to go at each other. So, And Stanley has been the punk most of the time. But yesterday, Eller had a couple instances where she went after Stanley. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just like someone said, hey, if you figure out how to do that, send it to my kids. I got that tweet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right? Yeah. So just doing that. So that's the news from my house. I was talking to Raymundo this morning who told me that now he does believe that he will get on Big Brother. 
because he's been trying to get on this show for how many years? At least 10. Why now do you think this is your shot to get on? Well, the top producer that we had on the show, Robin Cass, she, I don't, th- she just moved on to other things and she's no longer a casting director. She was the one keeping me from being on the show is what I've come to realize. I think Coast is clear right now for me to get on the show. It's going to be a whole new batch of people looking for different personalities. I think that lady that we talked to on these very microphones was just standing in my way. You think she was keeping you from the show? You don't think it was anything you were doing? No. Honestly, I mean, I've talked to her on the phone. I even interviewed with her before. She didn't remember it, but it's her. And now she's going to be a producer or something for another show. Here we go, baby. Yeah! When are the next auditions? Well, no, I've already applied online. They're not doing open calls because of COVID, but now it's just a waiting game. Probably for the next couple months. Would you leave this show to do that show? For three months, yes, and then I'll come back in my position. But I will be gone for the whole summer because that's what they do. They put <laughs> so, everybody in the backyard. So what would you want us to do? Because we have a spot we have to fill. Yeah. Hire someone for three months Steve, and fire Steve, Mike, D. Uh, people can get whipped into shape pretty quick. We Everybody pitches in. Mm. Uh, Amy can run the board. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So would you go do the show and then go, you know what? This is not for me, the radio show. If I win the show and get the half million, maybe go on and do some other stuff. If I lose it, I'll come back here with my tail between my legs. Okay, you can't hold us hostage, though. Because <laughs> then we're going to not root for you. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it was it was Robin Cass all along. It wasn't my personality. It was the casting director. Sounds like a loser mentality, blaming mm-hmm. on somebody else. Like, it couldn't have been you? Regionals, I did well in Texas. I did well in Tennessee. I was yeah. always so close. How do we feel about Ray leaving and coming back, but only if he doesn't win? I mean, this is his dream. It's short term. I'm, I support it. Yeah, slower months during the summer. We got vacation yeah. time, right? There's ways we can do workarounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is no way workarounds. that his wife is going to let him go. True. There's what? no 0% chance. No, well, she knows he's I think she would. This. I mean, yeah. she knows it's well, his dream. What would she say? We're trying to get a house right now, and she knows half a million dollars is going to get you a nice house in the country. So she will say yes. <laughs> but that's only if you, you win. win it. Uh, there's also a stipend. You come away with with cash. No, not much. I know how much you get. You do not. It, it isn't as much as you would make here on this show. Well, I mean, that's, but there's also rewards. You get a $5,000 vacation you could win. They'll give vehicles away. There's other prizes within the show. Yes, how does that help you buy a house? And if he is gone, does that mean his paycheck stopped? Do you freeze oh, his yeah, pay here? Oh, yeah, of course. He wouldn't get paid if he's not working. Just checking. Yeah, that's fine, but I believe I would go very far in the show. Okay. Well, you know what? You have my support. Yeah! Wow. All summer long, hanging out in the backyard. L.A., baby. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, let me know how it goes. You have my support. All right. And I would root for him. I've never even seen the show, but I'll watch it every week. (laughs) I've never seen it either. Yeah. I'd be Big Brother's biggest fan. (laughs) All right, good luck, Ray. Thank you. There's a 12-year-old who swallowed 54 magnets as an experiment and then obviously got really, really sick. He ate these small magnetic balls to see if metal objects would stick to his stomach on the outside. Oh, my oh, goodness. Wow. You know what? I had wondered that, too. Stop Interesting, it. yeah. Does it work? <laughs> and he also wanted to see how they looked when he pooped them out. Mm. I wonder the same stuff, oh right? Gosh. He's 12. He told his mom that, hey, I did this four days ago, and they haven't come out. So they rushed him to the hospital. They had a keyhole surgery, 54 magnets, oh. twice the number they expected from the x-rays. Because they looked and they saw about 25, but some were behind other ones. So then he spent 10 days vomiting green liquid because his bowels leaked. 
<gasps> oh my gosh. They were lucky to save the kid, yes. is what they say now. Here's a clip. What's your advice for anyone, any kid? Never eat, never, ever, ever, ever eat magnets. <laughs> and just wish, just wish them away. <laughs> Make sure they do not exist. Hopefully he got a good TikTok, though, of stuff sticking to his stomach. <laughs> like before that happened. That's all you can hope for. 12's a little too old to be wondering this. Mm. Like an 8-year-old, I would go... All right, you shouldn't have done that, but I get it. At 12, like, I started to really have my feel of the world <laughs> and knowing what not to eat. Yeah. You know? Your kids ever eat anything crazy? No. Eddie? Uh, my my foster baby just ate a Lego head, like a little head from the from mm-hmm. the Lego. Did you freak thing. out? Nah, I figured that would come out, and sure enough, a couple of days later, there it is. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to see there it is. <laughs> a woman fell into the Hudson River in New Jersey when she was trying to take pictures, and the police had to rescue her from the freezing water. A woman uh, snuck onto the pier, took pictures, 23 years old, climbed over the railing, and then it was snowy, didn't realize that there was a gap between the pier and the dock, fell 10 feet into the water. She was clinging onto a piece of metal. They had to go in and save her. I wonder at what point they lectured her. As they're grabbing her? (laughs) No, you wait. wait. You wait for that. Or or when they get her all the way up. (laughs) Like, what are you thinking? It's illegal to be here. You're trying to take selfies. And it's snowing. Like, of course, this is not going to be good. So I saw that. Let me put on Cassie in Augusta, Georgia, who has called us. Cassie, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. Um, I was just calling because I'm like you. I hate cardio, and we just recently got a Peloton bike, and I was hoping that you had like maybe some kind of advice. Like, does it get better? <laughs> Is it ever going to be enjoyable? <laughs> You're not going to like what I have to say because it does not get more enjoyable. I hate exercising for the sake of exercising. I don't mind going to play ball, like playing basketball with some friends, stuff like that. That's fun exercise to yeah. me. But I only get to do that like once a month, once a month and a half or two months or so. But I get on that bike or I run on that treadmill or I have those weights. I lift the weights and I hate every second of it. Don't feel like you're weird because you hate exercise. Most people hate the exercise part of it. But what I know is... The length of time that I'm going to feel good about that exercise is far more than the length of time where I'm just hating life. I'll go up on that bike and I will grind it out for half an hour. Hard. And for half an hour, it stinks. But for the next 23 and a half, I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. And I I, kind of put one against the other. There are some days where I'm just like, it's just not worth it. I'm going to go ahead and check out. And I think it's fair to have those days. But I have to look at it like I'm just looking at data. Same thing with me and sweets. I love sweets. I love sugar. It's got more sugar, the better. However, I go, okay, I'm going to enjoy this for about a minute and a half. And then I'm going to be like, dang it, why did I have that? I shouldn't have had that right now. For the next four hours. And so that's how I'm able to manage. But then I also play little games with me when I'm on my bike. I have to always figure out new ways for me to break little records or to stay motivated. And so I'll do five minutes sit down, five minutes stand up, four minutes... And then I'm always trying to beat little wreck. I have to have small goals for big goals. Otherwise, I just sit there and go, 30 minutes this is never going to end. Because it feels like it's never going to end. So your answer is, no, it does not get better. However, you can start to look at it in a better way. And go, yep, it stinks. Here's the thing, too. The hardest part is just getting up there and getting on it. You can find 100 excuses not to do it, only one reason to do it. The hardest part about exercise is committing to it and going to do it. Once you start... You're kind of locked in and ready to go. 
So I would encourage you get to it as fast as you can and get it over with as fast as you can. The sooner you start, the sooner it's over. That's how I look at it. So hate to pee in your Cheerios a little bit, <laughs> but that's how I feel. Okay, Cassie, stay with it. You're going to do great. If you don't feel like doing it, don't do it. But most days feel like doing it, okay? Okay, thanks. I just wish I had some better advice. But here's the most real-world advice. If you want to grow, it's uncomfortable. Period. If you want to grow in anything, even physically in your body, think about when you were a kid and you were growing. It hurt. Growing pains. Yeah. Yeah. If you want growth in any part of your life, it is going to be uncomfortable. But it's going to take that uncomfortability in order to get better. Just think about staying comfortable. Nothing good ever happens when you're staying comfortable except you feel comfortable. So know that. This, it's not just an exercise thing. It's a career thing. It's a life thing. It's a being a mom thing. It's So go get it. Attack it. And then be happy with yourself once you do it. Good. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Bobby the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Gabby Barrett is releasing Live from the Goldmine, an EP of concert performances from her live stream. It will be out on March 16th. Dolly Parton revealed on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon that she went on a date as a teenager and he kicked her out of the car and made her walk home through a forest of bears and bobcats. Well, this was up in the Smoky Mountains of East Tennessee, and we were about five miles from my home, and that's way back in the mountains. I mean, okay. where there are bears and bobcats, and, and there are those toothless uh, deliverance kind of mountain <laughs> men, uh, in addition to the bears and all that. Yeah, the bears so don't even have That teeth. was not a pleasant <laughs> place uh, to be. John Party talked about what he'll be doing for his wife Summer for Valentine's Day. One thing Summer has taught me is that gifts are cool and everything and diamonds, blah, blah, blah. But to take your time and clear your mind and write something about what she means to you on a card, that's what she taught me for Valentine's Day, so I just do that. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A Fort Myers, Florida woman became a hero while driving on I-75 and witnessing an accident. Her name is Rebecca Dabney. She watched in horror as a car flipped and immediately pulled over to help that driver. She had the skills to know what to do because she was a police officer for 13 years and had a switchblade on her. So first of all, how lucky are you that when you flip, by the way, not lucky to do that, but when you flip your car, that there's an ex-cop that's right there. Yeah, it's amazing. She rushed to the car. She used a knife to cut the driver out of a seatbelt. She then pulled him from the car. They got him out safely just in time before the car... Exploded? Oof, went into flames. Wow. Another good Samaritan was there, had a fire extinguisher in his truck. I mean, what are the odds of that? This whole thing's awesome. Rebecca Dabney, shout out to you. And apparently the guy's going to be okay that flipped the car, but he may not have been had they not been there. That is a wild story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from England. A man came home to find his apartment had been broken into, something stolen. Like, man, who did it? Oh, wait, here's a cell phone. Has pictures. Oh, and it has pictures of the guy's passport. So they were able to track him down. Must have been an old phone. Because if I rob something and drop my phone, you're not getting in. Oh, yeah, because there's no lock. You got to know a passcode. It's got to do facial recognition. You got to pee on the screen. I got many things set as ways to get into that phone. Wow, you're in recognition. 
I'm in recognition. What's the word? Facial recognition. She said urine, urine recognition. Oh, urine recognition. Rec- it would have been what? funny if you just said urine recognition. <laughs> she, yeah, we are. Reco- I don't even know why that came out that way. <laughs> Words <Yeah>. are hard. <laughs> Again, don't steal. Don't rob if you have your wallet or your cell phone in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Seven out of ten men steal their wives or girlfriends' skincare products. Which is a significant amount, 70%. Yeah. Wow. It says that 7 out of 10 men secretly steal their wives or girlfriends' skincare products. They don't tell them. I guess Caitlin knows when I use her stuff. And I did it. She recommended it to me. She goes, hey, you should wash your face with this stuff. Because that's what I wash my face with soap. And it's, yeah, apparently that's not good. Like a bar of soap? Just to squeeze stuff. I'm not even sure what I have. I think now it's like Old Spice or something. <laughs> yeah. I just go into Walgreens and buy body wash and wash my face with it. Yeah, but that's for your body. But so. my face is part of my body. <laughs> yeah, but your face is more gentle. Like the gentle skin around, sensitive skin around your eyes and it's thinner. Which is her argument too, but I never have done that. Yeah. Well, so she's like, here, take this. It'll be great washing your face with it. But I wash my face and it like dries me out. Well, then you need to put some moisturizer on. Then she gives me oh another my, bottle oh and goes, gosh. well, put this on. And then I'm two bottles deep, and yeah. I'm like... Where where does it end, right? Right. Slippery slope. <laughs> and so, so I haven't stolen hers, but I have used it at times. Well, that's good. You don't have to be secret about it. Yes. The other thing... I, this is going to be gross, but I'll... Faults and all, right? That's what we do on this show. Here we go. I don't even know what you're about to say. Well, no. I have, like, <laughs> some... In the past few months, I have, like, some weird blackheads on my chest. Huh. Like under my chest hair, and she, and she will like pop them, or like, and she's like, "You have to keep these from happening." And I said, "What? Well, I can't. It's my body. What am I supposed to do?" She goes, "Well, here's what's happening. You're working out so hard, and you're sweating." Oh, I like that compliment she threw in there. And you're showering, but you're not scrubbing it, oh. and so the sweat is going into your chest and blocking your pores, and so now I'm supposed to scrub my chest. And I was like, "Well, I'll just use your loofah glove." And she's like, "No, you won't. <laughs> Apparently, that's only for one person." Yeah, that's gross. Don't Why can I not loofah? Because it's her body. It's her loofah touching her skin, scrubbing into her. <sighs> it's so much. Skin. I'm like walking a maze to be clean over here. But I don't steal. I do use a little. Eddie, you? No, nah, I got my own. Skincare products? Yes, of course. I have my lotions. I have my facial scrub and all that. I don't have to use my wife's. I started doing this 10 years ago. You know, Raymundo, speaking of stealing our wife's stuff, Ray's been married for a few months now. Yeah, three. I see sometimes you wear your wife's jewelry around your neck. I am right now. It It's, a, I believe, a necklace that guys or girls could wear. And I've gotten compliments from dudes asking me, bro, where did you get the jewelry? So it, I think guys talk to you like that? Bro. Bro. Where did you? I've had multiple guys ask me, hey, where'd you get that ice around your neck? And then I ice? ice? Tell them it's like. No one said that. All right. What is ice? And then you tell them what? It's my wife's? I say I got it at Pandora. And honestly, it was marketed for a woman, but guys can wear it. Marketed for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> We mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but the first all-civilian mission to space is happening, and you can go just by donating to St. Jude. Sounds miserable. I hope they make a ton of money, but I don't want to go to space. Heck, I was on a wind turbine. I was like, it's too high for me. (laughs) That's only a couple hundred feet off the ground. So let me read a little bit about it, and then I have a question for the room here. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime adventure, a journey into outer space on the first all-civilian space flight. Representing the worlds of science, commerce, and humanitarianism, humanitarianism, Inspiration Force's mission is to support the life-saving work of St. Jude. Love all that. Mm-hmm. Hope they go and have a great time. A four-person crew, skilled pilot and adventurer Jared Isaacman, 
representing leadership, will be joined by three travelers that will all represent hope, prosperity, and generosity, which could be you if you're listening to this. God, I hope it ain't me. That sounds terrible. Your donation to St. Jude means you could be the representative. So to enter, you donate $10 or more. For each amount you donate, your odds increase. For example, $10 gets you 100 entries. $25 is 250 entries. $50 is 500 entries plus a patch, all the way to $50,000, which includes a flight on a jet fighter. So a lot of things here. But I think, first of all, I want to let people know about it. You can go to, you know, prizeo.com, P-R-I-Z-E-O.com. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can go do this. You can go donate to St. Jude in this way. But I think we we should donate as a show and put one person up. <laughs> and see, and somebody, was... and if they win, they have to go to space. Mm-mm. Nope. No, I, we're not putting this on the wheel. No. You no, don't we, go no to, we'd, pick, we'd pick them. No, I, Amy just gave me a, why, why would we not put them <laughs> on the wheel? wheel. <laughs> Oh, it, it makes because me, what if it lands on you and now uh, you have to go to outer space? Yeah, it makes me vomit. I can't. I don't want to go to outer space, but I would put myself up on the wheel. And whoever. <laughs> okay, would anybody actually go? Gosh, I would really want to go, but I can't, man. I can't leave my four kids and my wife here. Like, what if something goes wrong? I can't. I can't risk that. I would love to do this though. Okay, lunchbox. Not a chance in the world. I have no interest of leaving. I mean, the. Airplane or whatever astronauts, they just blow up, don't they? And they disintegrate. Yeah. There's no, no chance it, I'm, I'm not, taking they that don't risk. They always I mean, do that. But I, I don't, yeah, exactly. I'm not taking that chance. There's no way. I have no I, interest of no, 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 no. People that want to do this are weird in the head. They're sick in the head. Okay. Or they're curious yeah. and adventurous. Or sick in the head. Scuba, do you think we could get this guy on? Oh, yeah. The pilot? This guy's going to pilot it. Because I wonder yeah. what exactly is this spaceship going to do? What's the chances of it? As Lunchbox would say, disintegrating. <laughs> and how many times has he been? I don't think. No, he's, he's ever never been. been. He's, a, he's a billionaire. What? Wait, you did. I don't think he's flying the what? ship. No, 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 he's not. You flying. just said he's a one of the four. He's a pilot, but he's one of the four people on it. No, we better have like yeah, Neil who, Armstrong who, flying this thing. Who on there has Daddy. been? He did. His brother, somebody. Okay, here's all we're gonna do. Okay, no. Scuba Steve is gonna get on skilled pilot and adventurer Jared Isaacman right here on the show. We're gonna ask some questions about this. Oh, yes, yes. Hopefully, no, no, no. encourage people to donate, and then one of us will be put into the donation pool. It could be sent up to space. Oh no, 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 no! I don't think you're literally walking on the moon, guys. No, no, no. You're it just gonna it. float and stuff. And oh, okay. Look at then the go, earth. Eddie. Then why are you so scared to I'm, go? I'm telling you, man. I would do this in a heartbeat, but I just can't. How does it? I can't. But what if he comes on and says there's no chance? No He's chance of what? Of dying. That's not true. Well, we it's all an airplane. Know, you, we fly all know an air, you fly on an airplane, and you're like, uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. What if he goes, it's a less chance of crashing than an airplane? I just saw one of those SpaceX things go down the other day. I'm on not, purpose. A test crash. Still. That was a test crash. But there's that saying, too, of like, you know, it's dangerous to get in a car, but you exactly. do that every okay. day. Eddie was an act Mom. tough, but he ain't really going. This guy uh-uh. is 37 years old and he's a billionaire? That's it? 37? Yeah, what did he do? Uh, fighter planes, I believe. And technology. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to try to get him on. Uh, we'll talk to him and then one of us will go to space. Does anyone want to go? Like, no. No no, no. 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 That's why it's even funnier. No. <sighs> is it? Or do they go straight up? Like a <laughs> Amy, why are you asking me? I don't know anything about it except <laughs> because it's to me, you. that's more terrifying. If they're just kind of going up, like taking, we take off like a normal airplane, and then what? we just keep going. And no, you slowly. have to go straight up if you're going to space. Well, but I don't think it's going to like 
the like space space is it no, I, you, no, you leave, I think you're just going right in orbit and going around right. earth a little bit and coming right. back right. yeah like you're not it's like a road trip <laughs> you're going on a little road trip in space and coming back home it doesn't have to shoot you all the way up yeah it's just where I mean some airplanes could tech like I don't know I think my father-in-law in a fighter jet was talking about how one time they went super high they weren't supposed to it was like illegal but but they still did it, and it was pretty fun. But it's it's really high up there. I, I but I think you can fly up there like a normal plane. Okay. okay well, we're gonna find out. But I don't know. The whole article on Forbes is meet the new billionaire uh. who dropped out of high school and flies fighter jets for fun. We'll try to talk to him, get some money for St. Jude, and hopefully send one of us to space. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it doesn't have to be a rocket, is what I'm saying. Stop it, Amy. It's going to be a rocket. Because I don't, that's what I'm scared of. I don't want to be on a rocket. Amy, I think Amy thinks she's going to be in uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, Apollo, like Apollo, Apollo 13. 13. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. not one of those old ones. Uh. Got a voicemail from Ryan in Arkansas. Here you go. Morning, studio. Bobby, I know you were a quiz bowl captain. Back in the day at Mountain Pine, my daughter Meredith is captain of the Valley View Junior High team, and I was hoping you could tell her and her team congrats on winning first place in the state tournament this past weekend. I was really bummed because of COVID. It was a virtual tournament, and they wouldn't uh, allow spectators, so I couldn't be there like I have been for the past five years to cheer on, but definitely still an awesome, proud dad moment I just wanted to share with y'all. Woo pig and go Blazers. Nice job. That's great. Good for you. I remember I was, you know, a big quiz bowler. I was good at trivia back in the day. I'm still pretty good, but I was really good back in the day because I trained. I just always read, tried to find, you know, different categories in trivia. I studied the questions. And in seventh grade, I was the captain of our 12th grade team. So I was the tiny kid with the big 12th graders, which didn't make me look cool. You would think you would, right? <laughs> yeah, you think. Yeah. No, you don't think, do you? <laughs> well, anyway, I remember, and I was... I was rocking it and I was buzzing in and I started to get a little too too big for my britches because I was doing, I was seventh grade and I was whooping all these kids, all these older kids from school. And I was like, yeah. And they asked me, I still remember to this day, they said, which holiday is about trees? Now, don't answer yet. Mm-hmm. And I did, right then I didn't know, but I buzz in anyway. If I feel like I'm gonna I'm about to know it, I just buzz in and just trust that I'm going to be able to figure it out by the time they finish the question. So <clears throat> I buzz in. And I said this. It's the only time I've ever been benched in anything. I said, well, i got to be honest with you guys. I don't know it, but I bet it's tremendous. Oh, my God. You said that? Oh, my God. Seventh grade. (laughs) I didn't know the answer. My coach pulled me out. I got got taken out the next two games. (laughs) We lost those two games, too. But I learned my lesson. But the question for you guys is, what's the holiday? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first one I thought of was a Christmas tree. What what literal holiday is about trees? Oh, that's easy. I have no idea. What? Earth Day. No. No, no, no. I got it. Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Yeah. That's right. That's a holiday? We'll, mm-hmm. we'll never forget it. <laughs> Except you said what? Tremendous? I said, I don't know what it is, but I bet it's tremendous. When is Arbor Day? Who knows? <laughs> and do we have it off? Exactly. Do we have a holiday? The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Reader's Digest put out the top three cleaning mistakes that you don't even know that you're making. So I want to see if you're guilty of any of these. My number one is not cleaning at all. Oh. <laughs> Big mistake. You do too. <laughs> 
You're, uh, I do a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't, cleaning's not my favorite. I clean up after the dogs a lot. That's about it. What else? Well, dusting surfaces with a dry rag or a duster, which I'm definitely guilty of doing this because I just want to get the dust away. But then if you think about it, it just shakes it into the air and then it's going to fall back down On somewhere else. On the floor. Yeah. And that's okay. No. Oh. No, it lands <laughs> elsewhere. So like get a wet rag and oh. wipe it up so that way the dust is gone. My priorities are jacked then because if there's crumbs, <laughs> swipe them on the floor. And then what? Your dog takes care of it? Dog or shoe. Who knows? Or eventually I just don't vacuum. see it anymore. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. What else? Not washing your pillows. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us wash our pillowcases, but you have to actually oh. watch the pillow pillow. Okay, I don't do that. Yeah, I, I do wash either. the pillowcases about every two weeks, but never the pillow. Here's the thing. I like my pillows. They're going to come out feeling lumpier or different True. once they go into the wash. But listen, you're dealing with a lot of things you don't even want me to say because it might gross you out that's on your pillow. So go ahead and just stick it in the washing machine about every three to six months. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, cleaning stainless steel in circular motion. So maybe that's your fridge or your microwave or your oven. If you do it in circular motion, you're going to leave behind streaks that are that way. So just wipe up and down. Oh, well, both work. As taught in Karate Kid and Cobra Kai, both motions, up right. and down the block and yes. circular motion. Paint the so, fence. Yeah, but when you're, yeah, stainless steel, no wax on, no wax off. Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I've got a cool story about what a mom did for her son's birthday when it came to his cake. He's turning 24 years old, and he is obsessed with Amazon. Orders from there all the time. So she thought it'd be funny to make an Amazon box as the cake, and it looks legit. And she put it on his front porch and everything. So that when he opened up his door, he's like, oh, I got a package. But really, when you cut inside, it's a nice little cute chocolate cake. Man, they can make these cakes look like anything. Yep. It oh, it's ama- impressive. It's, it's such an art now. Have you seen that video clip of the dog that looks real and then somebody puts a knife through it and it's a cake? And it's like, at first, it's like, oh my gosh, they're cutting the dog. But it's really a cake. <laughs> you haven't seen this? No. I'll send it to you. It's crazy. <laughs> so so if we were to make you a cake with something you're obsessed with, Bobby, what, what would we have to make? Probably a Razorback, a red Razorback. Oh. Like the Razorback mascot. Like <laughs> but that's not, you're not going to think that's real. You're just going to be like, that's a cool cake. Well, I didn't, I'm not trying to get fooled. <laughs> you're just asking what I'm obsessed with. What would be a cool cake? It what? makes me think of the cake on Steel Magnolias. Have y'all ever seen that? The no. cake, the armadillo cake. Mm-hmm. And she like, a guy comes over to get it and she's mad at him. So she cuts off the tail and gives him the butt. And you, it's a red velvet cake on the inside. So it's all red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a good movie. <laughs> all right. So Luke Bryan was on with, uh, Kelly and Ryan, live with Kelly and Ryan, uh, talking about his Valentine's Day plans. I had initially thought that I might go duck hunting, but it's probably not a good idea. I'm going to already get the roses in store and try to slip away somewhere, just she and I. And then on Valentine's night, he'll probably be like, hey, Caroline, we got to turn on American Idol because it's premiering that night on ABC at 8 p.m. Central. Yeah, you guys watch. I'll be on. I think. I don't know. I missed the first couple weeks of auditions because I was shooting my other show. Maybe they insert something to me in. I don't know. I don't I don't have big expectations for me, but Claudia Conway's daughter will be on, I, I believe, first episode. Oh, no, cool. no. Kellyanne Conway's daughter. I was about to say, who's Claudia, Claudia. Conway? Claudia. I just went with it. <laughs> you know who Kellyanne Conway is, right? Yes. Her daughter is on, who I worked with a bit. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it there and let you guys watch. Okay, interesting. Watch. That'll be the first episode. All right, All right. Yep, I mean, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
So this girl, Harper Mahaney in Florida, at her school, they had dress up like an everyday hero day, and she decided to dress up as a Chick-fil-A employee. That's funny. (laughs) And so the local Chick-fil-A manager found out about it, and they invited her up, and they made her an honorary employee of the day. So pretty cool. I think I caught one of my Chick-fil-A people not telling me my pleasure the other day. (gasps) No way. I think so. Did, did you say something? I said thanks. Oh. Oh, and to his boss? No. What kind of no, loser no, would I be no. to go tell him? Not to his boss, weirdo. I would never tattletale, but just be like, hey, don't you have something else to say? No, I was in the wrong line because mm. I had ordered on the app and I was just going to go pick it up. But I got in the line accidentally. I couldn't get out. And so they have their system so down. I was just like an extra car in there. Yeah. And he was like, hey, man, let me help you get out of here. And I was like, so pull around this. because yeah, pull around this. He moved to Cone. I said, hey, thanks. He goes, Yeah. I drove off and I was like, oh my God, I got him. Bones, they are human, you know. No, they're not. (laughs) They're everyday heroes. If you're not familiar at Chick-fil-A, if someone says thank you, they have to say my My pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, there you go. That's a good story, though. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. People are getting a little too psycho on Valentine's Day. I'll tell you in just a second about this story I read. I was like, "I, I would never do this. So that's coming up. First, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a magic owl? What do you call a magic owl? Houdini. Okay, there you go. That was the morning corny. On my TikTok, I said, hey, we want to bring somebody up on the show to play that hasn't really been given a shot yet. And so I said, do a video. Here are the top four in order right now of votes on my TikTok comments. Coming in at number one, and it's tight between all four of them, is Sean Williams. Because when you want me, it's only when you want me. At number two, it's Brittany Moore. My mama tried to keep me in the choir, said I was bound for the brimstone and fire. Taylor Acorn at number three. If I could find you now, things would get better. And Gray Robinson at four. City's gonna break my heart. You can go over to my TikTok, Mr. Bobby Bones, and put your vote in on who you like. Just part their comment up there. It's close, though. All four of them can still win this thing. I think we're going to shut down voting at the end of the week. So there's that. There's a story about a woman in the Northeast who got an anonymous note from her neighbor saying, Hey, take your Christmas lights down. It's Valentine's Day. That's what the note said. So she took a picture of the note and posted it. And then the big debate was, is it okay to leave your Christmas lights up? Well, we'll do you one better. Eddie has a gigantic Santa Claus. How tall is this thing? 12 foot. And where is it in relation to your house? Right in front of my house. Like, right, it's covering the front door of my house. It's So if you drive by, you see it? Absolutely. I mean, you can see it as soon as you turn on my street. Wow. Yeah, because it's really close to the road. So, I mean, as soon as you get turned on that street, you see Santa. Today is February 10th. The Santa Claus is still up. Now, there was a history of people pulling the plug on it. Correct. Did you ever find out who it was? I did not, but I did put tape on the plug, and since then, it has not been unplugged. And here's the thing, too. I told Eddie if you keep it up till March 1st, just as a joke, I'll give you some money. Yep. And so that's the goal, and your wife's cool with it? Oh, my gosh. They're all about it now. Your son- as soon as we put a uh, dollar amount on it, they're like, okay, we'll keep it up. So, but there's been a little chitter-chatter in the neighborhood? Yeah, so I expected a lot of, like... I don't know. There's one guy in my neighborhood that's just really moody all the time, and he walks his dog, and I'm thinking, like, any minute now, he's going to knock on my door and say, dude, that needs to come down. It's just, it's tacky, right? So, at one point, though, it got knocked over, and so I was 
fixing it because it's tied. It's got anchors. It's got like like why like string anchors, and two of them came off. So I was fixing it in the front, and this lady drives by, and she drives and she stops. She passes the house, stops and reverses, and I'm like, okay, here we go. This is it. It's gonna be the moody neighbor. And she rolls her window down. She says. Please, please, please do not take Santa down. I got to tell you that we take your street every time I pick up my kids from school just to see Santa. Leave it up as long as you want. And I was like, really? She's like, yes. Okay. Dude, like two days later, another lady is walking in front. She's like, oh, my gosh, I just want to tell you we love Santa. Please (laughs) never take Santa down. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, okay, maybe just till March. We'll see. So the neighbors are starting to warm up to having Santa year-round. Maybe four neighbors total have told me they want me to keep Santa up. So now you think you can you can do it? Yeah, absolutely. Now I'm thinking this could go year-round, guys. I always thought maybe you could dress Santa up for the different holidays. I know. We thought about that, too. And I talked to my kids about it. And they're like, oh, how we, I mean, that's a lot of work, Dad. You know, like putting hard on him for Valentine's Day and then put a leprechaun hat for St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, think about it, boys. It could be cool. That will be fun to do it for a whole year, though. <laughs> Like to be able to leave it up all the way till Christmas of next year. So how know, much do you man. pay for that? Well, I'd have to talk to my agent. Yeah, Who's negotiate. I'd have to talk to Eddie. Negotiate up, up and up. That's fun though. Yeah, it's turned into a pretty cool thing. Has anyone realized that's your house though? I don't know. No one's told me. Well, I know, but if people, no one's found it. Been like Eddie. No, I, no. and I'm, I'm due to that happens. I may have to pull Santa down. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Eddie voluntarily started watching Bridgerton, and I've seen a little bit of it. it really Have you? Wasn't for me. Uh-huh. I just honestly watched it while Caitlin had it on. What do you think about it? Uh, I mean, I can see how people could get you know used to the storyline and want to watch it. Like the storyline's not bad, but guys, give me a heads up on how steamy it could be. Like right off the bat, see, I'm I'm watching our, our foster baby. He's at the house. He's playing with cars right there, and I'm like, let me just give Bridgerton a chance. And there's some strong scenes of people going, you know? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, where's the remote? What's happening? Even the baby's like, what's happening on TV? (laughs) (laughs) So heads up on that. So Bridgerton is set in 1813. What I've done here is found a bunch of songs. Play the example song. This is The Weeknd. That's Blinding Lights. Everyone should know that now, right? (laughs) So if this were on Bridgerton, this is what it would sound like. So write your answers down. I give you guys five songs that if they were played on Bridgerton, what would that song be? Name that song? Meant to be. Lunchbox? Yes or no? Eddie? Meant to be. It's beautiful. It is meant to be. Meant to be. Here it is again, just so you can hear it. All right, next up. Name this song if it were in Bridgerton. Amy? It's your love. Lunchbox? It's your love. Eddie? It's your love. It's your love. 
Here it is again, just so you can hear it. Next up, if it were on Bridgerton, what song is this? Oh, you struggling with that one? Oh, yeah. That is hard. Amy, you? I, I got it. Lunchbox, what do you have? Let it be. Huh. No. Amy? Tennessee whiskey. Eddie? Yeah, I have Tennessee whiskey. Okay, you, you don't hear it? No. Okay, listen again. Here you go. That's Tennessee whiskey. Wow. That violin goes off on that part, yeah. too. Wow. You're as sweet. Here, I got confused here. A strawberry wine. Oh, that's the lyric. Yeah, I, I For a second, I thought the song was strawberry wine. Yeah, that's a little, You're as sweet. Love that. It's brandy. Okay. Hey, where'd you find these? <laughs> these are, he these played are them. tough. Duh. Next one up. <laughs> I know this one. Do you? Yeah. It's good. Beautiful. Lunchbox, what do you have? I have Marin Morris and Jed, the middle. Amy? The middle. Jed. Uh, Jed. You got the middle. <laughs> um, the middle is correct. Yeah, the is that middle. his name? Oh, Jed. Baby. Jed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sad. Here he is. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Okay, let's do one more. Let's, uh, okay, this is not a country song. Oh, boy. Okay. All right, here we go. Name this song. Lunchbox, you're up first. Shake it, baby. Shake it, baby. Huh. Incorrect. Amy? Watermelon sugar. That's it. Watermelon sugar. I don't know if I could ever go Watermelon sugar high. And here's the Bridgerton version again. <laughs> Watermelon sugar high. Okay. Lunchbox, uh, with two, you'll be leaving us. Eddie and Amy each have five. All right. We're going to sudden death. It was fun, guys. Buzz in. Once you know it, okay? Here we go. A song from Bridgerton, a current song, played classically. Eddie. Out. Eddie. Oh, <laughs> you got oh, it. Stop, you got stop, stop. it. What Eddie, go. Country Roads. Yeah. I need you to say the right title. I'm Country gonna... Roads Take Me Home. Incorrect. What? Amy. Oh, okay. It's got to be the exact title. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. What's your answer? Take me home. Country roads. What did he say? 
It doesn't matter. Don't worry about me. What is it? He said, take me home country roads. Yeah. I don't know what he yeah, said. Yeah, so what'd you say? Uh, but he said, take me home country roads. Country roads, take me home. Opposite of what he said. What did you? What are you saying? Country roads, take me home. Take me home country roads. Okay, you're saying a bunch of words here. I'm Go saying ahead. it. Take me home country roads. That's your answer. Yes. Your answer is, take me home country roads. Yes. That's correct. Woo! Take me home. Eddie said, Country Rose, take me home. I thought that's what I said. No, you didn't. Everybody, I belong West Virginia, Mountain Mama. Take me home. Country Rose. Country Rose. Amy's our winner. Play our show. I think it's great that they're raising money for a good cause. But if someone were to, for example, name a roach after their ex and I knew about it, I'd be like, just let it go. There's no need to name a roach after your ex. You can donate that money. I think that's great. But don't you think that's a bit much? Yeah. I mean, I would never do it. If I was dating someone and I found out they had once done that, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) If your current boyfriend or girlfriend Mm -hmm. is like, yeah, one time. Well, here's the news story I read today. (laughs) <laughs> the Lexington Humane Society Animal Shelter is raising funds. And I love that part of it because I love animals. However, they're offering jilted lovers the chance to have cats poop on the names of their exes. <laughs> <laughs> so they put it in the litter. Mm-hmm. In the, uh. It's funny. It's funny. But would you ever be that mad at an ex you're going to pay money to have their name pooped on? Just give them the 10 bucks. What about Scuba's ex-wife? The first? Yeah. 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 Maybe you do it in honor of another friend. Right. That's what I was going to say. If your friend did it for you or you all got together and you were like, oh, let's do this. Okay. It's different than you just on your own making that decision. Yeah. I think on your own and then your friend, somebody finds out about it. That's not a good look on you. Maybe that's what you do it for a friend. Like, hey, I know Billy Bob screwed you up, so I just bought a $10 poop. (laughs) Billy Bob. Jerk. Yeah. 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 That's a better way to go about it. Yeah. Just. It's called Dumps for the Dumped. Like, all I got. It ends February 12th, so you got a couple days left. But the litter boxes will remain in place until February 15th to ensure that everybody gets dumped on. <laughs> Funny, right? Dumps yeah. and, it's, and, and we're talking about it, which is, that's what it's all about. A mechanic, speaking of love, found a tracker on a woman's car. Ooh. Turns out it was her ex-boyfriend. Oh, no. Who had secretly installed it. That's crazy. Dang. A mechanic's distressing video showing how a woman allegedly had a secret tracker installed on her car has been seen about two million times. The clip has served as a warning to others. He says, hey, uh, this customer came in, is scared there's a tracker on her vehicle, and then it shows him looking under the vehicle, and he's like, oh, it's, it was like underneath on the inside of the wheel, like above the tire. And he's like, what in the world? He scans the QR code. Finds out exactly who it is. Jeez. What would you do if you found out some ex was stalking you? Oh, I would be, well, scared because, I mean, obviously you're broken up for a reason and he has no, well, first of all, nobody has any reason to know where you are at all times without you knowing. Like, that's not nice. So that would just scare me because maybe he's trying to track where I am to do something to me or I don't know. You go to the cops then. Oh, the yeah, cops? You go straight to the cops? Yeah. Okay. I would go to the cops. If someone had a tracker illegally mm-hmm. on me. Yeah. I would go and say, hey. You don't call him first? What? I think I go to the cops first because when I call him, he may get mad. Okay. 
True. And then when I call him, I go, hey, I'm calling you to tell you I found the tracker and I've already called the cops. Yeah. And then and then I call him and go, I put you in the poop box at Lexington Humane <laughs> yeah. Society. Take that. Yeah, take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Shonda Lemon is a mail carrier for the United States Postal Service, and over the years, she's kind of gotten to know some of the people on her route, and one of those people is 89-year-old Helena Wonski, and she's even nice enough to wrap rubber bands around her mail so it's easy for the lady to get it. Well, three days go by, and the mail's still in the mailbox. She's like, that's just not like Helen not to get her mail, and she's like, usually she tapes candy to the mailbox for me, and there hadn't been candy in three days. So she calls police to do a welfare check, and Helen had fallen, Mm. injured herself, and hadn't been able to get up, and now she's in a rehab facility getting all better, thanks to Shonda, the mail carrier. That's That's amazing. That's a good story. Also, good for Helen. Yeah, Helen. Helen for putting candy in the mailbox, because then Shonda's like, where's my candy? Yeah. It's not there. Well, it developed a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good story. That's also a big call to call the cops and go, I need to do a welfare check. Mm-hmm. She oh, still man. did it. Yeah, I've never thinking. done the welfare check oh, one. Oh, boy. I, I, I'm going to have to start <laughs> doing that. If I don't see idea. one of my neighbors for a few days, I'll call for a oh. welfare check. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Like, that is the one call. I, I mean, I've done the 911. Oh, there's this. It looks like there's a break-in. There's this. There's a car wreck. I have never done a welfare check. You know, check. I've never seen my neighbor, and I've lived there for like three years now. You so, should buy a welfare check. So I think I'll have lunch. See what's call. up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. If you see a car with a bunch of bumper stickers or items hanging from the rearview mirror, just so you know, they're more likely to be crazy on the road. <laughs> Why? It, people that get in trouble for road rage are always going to be able to stick bumper stickers in the back of their car. Oh. Huh. Because think about the person who takes a bunch of bumpers. They just don't care. Like, I care too much. I don't want a bunch of stickers. I have one little sticker on the back. It is a small Razorback in the bottom of my right window because I just want other people from Arkansas to go, hey, that's my guy. That's it. That's all I have. Otherwise, no stickers happening. But think about bumper sticker person. Even the one with all their kids and their cheerleading and soccer balls and like the Kyle, worst. Hey, the worst. Probably right. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, real life bumper stickers. Yeah, like the funny sayings, oh. slogans. Yeah, yeah. Watch out for them. And then people with all kinds of stuff hanging off the rearview mirror. They don't care. So just be aware when you're driving down the road. That's what's up. Uh, call us if you want. Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. What is it you want to say? What is it? That happened in your life where you thought, I got to call the Bobby Bone Show and tell him about this. And let me say I respect when you call because I know how nerve-wracking it is to sit on the phone and at any moment they could come to you. And they meaning us. Last night I went on ESPN. I did the opening for Super Tuesday Basketball. And so first I just do a, hey everybody, welcome to Super Tuesday. I'm Bobby Bones. Uh, American Idol's coming up Sunday. My favorite thing Super Tuesday. Blah, blah, blah. And then they called me and I did probably five minutes of the broadcast during play-by-play on my phone. And they're like, all right. It's like, uh, Bobby, you there? Yeah. All right, we're going to go on in like 40 seconds. And my heart's like this. <laughs> and I do it every day for a living, but still, I got, I was getting so nervous because I'm on the phone. I'm laying in my bed in my underwear watching the game, and I kind of feel dirty because I'm about to go on <laughs> ESPN in my underwear. And they're like, all right, Bob, we're going to go in like 15 seconds. My heart just pounding. Because then I, I also know that there are a lot of people watching. This is e, the big one, ESPN, not ESPN 9. You know, not the yeah, app. Right, right, right. Not the Ocho. I also know <laughs> there are a lot of people watching. I have no idea who I am. They're going to be like, who is this moron? And so 
first of all, it was one of the most fun things I've done in forever. Just had such a good time. And I'm a big Jimmy Dykes fan and Carl Ravitch. And so they put me on. And before they put me on, they say a couple things. They're like, well, you know, we were going to get Ryan Seacrest, but we went even bigger than Ryan Seacrest. And I'm like, no, don't say that because I'm not bigger than Ryan Seacrest. And then secondly, they were showing pictures. And they're showing like the cheesiest jazz dance pictures for me doing Dancing with the Stars. I'm like, no, for the people that are just watching a basketball game, they're going to hate me before I even get on the air. Your eyes were closed. I'm like, like dancing. I'm like dancing to my best self. And so they put me on and I say, uh, I was like, let me just say this. I'm not bigger than Ryan Seacrest. I'm basically gas station Ryan Seacrest. You know, there's real Ryan Seacrest. And I'm like the version when people kind of want, I'm like the generic version. If people kind of want the person that does kind of the same thing, but not as good, like they come to me. And so, but I just, I had a lot of fun last night and Arkansas won. Yeah. I won at the end of the game. It was awesome. So, had a, had a fantastic night. Yeah. Well, I think it's good that you share that too. Yeah. For people that are on hold right now and their heart is. That was my point. Yes. <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll prank call 1037 The Buzz in Arkansas still and my heart. <laughs> still. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. I encourage you guys to do the same thing. Record it and give it to us. We'll play it on our show. But my heart still beats hard. Even if I don't, even if I'm calling to ask a question. I'm just like, dang. And then it makes me respect what our people are doing even more, sitting on hold, ready to talk. All that to say, call if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. A man uses $7.2 million from PPP funds to buy a mansion and luxury cars. Now, here's my question. We read stories about people using this money and getting busted for it. You know, this is money that was put aside to help us during a pandemic. Businesses, individuals. And if so many people are getting busted for this, there have to be people that are getting away with it. Like, are there people getting away with this? We'll never know. And they've just yeah. made two, three, four, five million dollars, kept it, bought stuff. They'll I, call I, us. Let us know. Yeah. Phone lines are open, baby. <laughs> But a guy is accused of using $7.2 million from the Paycheck Protection Program (laughs) to buy a mansion. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just how bold. Mm -hmm. But he must have heard of someone else doing this close to him in his circle. I was like, oh, I can do that too. He's accused of saying that Magnifico had 441 employees with an average monthly payroll of $2.88 million. Got the money. He also bought a Maserati, $89,000 Lincoln Navigator, $251,000 Mercedes-Benz, and a $3.1 million home in Chaluda. So did oh. he fabricate his business, the people? What's like, it called? Chuliota. Chuliota. Yeah. So it's close. Yeah. yeah. The, us locals call it Chuliota. <laughs> <laughs> what, Amy? Well, I don't know. I mean, so he made all that up. Like, he doesn't have that many employees. He doesn't have that type of... Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so- apparently what happened. He's charged with two counts of wire fraud, three counts of aggravated identity theft, Three counts of illegal monetary transaction. Mm. Yeah. But he does have a mansion. Oh, good. That will soon not be his anymore. Uh, Yeah, I just, I read that story and don't go, dang, he's taking care, he's he's, uh, taking advantage of the system. I read that story and go, I wonder who's getting away with this. Right. And just that we don't have, like, as in the government, doesn't have a proper way to vet before all of that money goes Mm -hmm. out. Like, show me, prove it. But he did. I mean, he said, here's what's up. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Bobby's other story. Firefighters reported to a call about a fire at a restaurant on Saturday night discovered that this massive amount of smoke was actually a chicken wing place making 10,000 wings for Super Bowl. Oh, not a fire. It was so (laughs) much smoke, there were multiple calls to the fire department going, hey, 
we need to get you guys over here. Something bad's happening. <laughs> was it lunch mugs? So they go over and it was literally a, ch- a chicken wing place. Hmm. Fox 8 in Greensboro said that a motorist called the fire department after seeing smoke. They chased it down. Turns out it was the hardworking staff. They were just preparing <laughs> roughly 10,000 chicken wings wow. for Super Bowl Sunday. The fire department said we're very fortunate this was the outcome. So there's that. And I will say this. In personal news, finally, and I'll tell you a dumb, dumb story about me right after this. In personal news, I got to announce Breaking Bobby Bones officially yesterday my show on Nat Geo. And the trailer is up on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. First time you've seen the trailer? Yeah. And Which, I thought it was really good. It's pretty I cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stashira and I watched it together, and she was like, what is he doing to himself? <laughs> like, why is he putting himself through all of that? Well, the purpose was for me to to have this show where I could go. And people are always like, man, it's people that you don't expect. They're everyday heroes. I'm like, no, this is the average American. Everybody's got a hard, a hard story. We've all come from some kind of crap and got through it. And I wanted to highlight that. And I've come through a bunch of crap, and I got through it. And I'm proud of the crap I've come through. And so I go, and I, I, I one of the guys you see in the, in the trailer is a guy who lost both of his legs fighting for our country. And now he's playing on the Paralympic ice hockey team. And I went, and you can see in this, I'm playing with the Paralympic ice hockey team, and they beat the crap out of me. Hmm. And so that was one episode. Uh, you see me kayaking with Lonnie, who was shot in the face, lost his vision. He's a former military guy. And now he kayaks these crazy rivers. I'm trying to kayak a white, and at one time I do it blindfolded. So there's a lot of stories. Uh, those two are military people. There's another girl who like lived in her truck as she tried to get her her license to be um, a, a, a a diver, but it's um it's not a scuba diver. It's it's some crazy dive that I had to do with all this weight. So all this is up there. I can play you the trailer. It's only 60 seconds. But what you're not hearing, what you're not seeing is me doing all the crazy stuff Mm -hmm. in the trailer. But here you go. Somewhere out in the country, there's a man. I'm Bobby. Doing good things for good people. Getting his ass handed to him in the process. Any dream is possible. That's what this whole adventure is about. You see, Bobby's got himself a mantra. Fight, grind, repeat. So whether he's in over his head. Oh my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. At the end of his rope. How you feeling there, Bobby? Oh God. Or up a creek without a paddle. Bobby! He's not just going to walk a mile in their shoes. He'll get them a brand spanking new pair when he's done. This is your own hat. No one deserves it more than you. You name it. Oh. He'll try it. <laughs> Even if it breaks him. Bobby Bones, they're trying to break you. Oh, great. Breaking Bobby Bones, new series coming Memorial Day to National Geographic. Any tips on what kind of pain medicine I should take tonight? There you go. It's basically uh, they're trying to get me to tap out. (laughs) Right. They put me through stuff, and I go through with some really fantastic people, and they're trying to get me to quit. Who is that voice? That's me. No, 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 no. it's not. Yes, no. It is. They, they, they put a in microphone in front of me and they were like, "Can you give us like something different?" I was like, "Somewhere in the country." <laughs> That's the part that makes me laugh too. Somewhere in the country. No, I know where he is. He doesn't. He's in his bedroom most of the time. <laughs> Unless I'm doing this show. Unless he's doing the show. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's see. Who do we have here? Let's go to Darren in Quincy, Illinois. Darren, what's happening with you? Hey, what's up, Bobby? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, just wanted to say thanks. Uh, I've been listening since I started medical school back in 2010. I'm an emergency room physician, and I've introduced you to my girls. I've got four daughters, and they love you as we're driving to work. 
I listen to you anytime I'm heading into my shift in the emergency room. You guys are level-headed. You guys are funny. I love the message you guys uh, share. So thanks. You are an ER doctor. Wow. wow. We have, yep. You have got to have seen. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you had to have seen stuff get stuck in places. You had to see broken things. Mm-hmm. I, One of the things I love about it. Oh, really? You're into that? Okay. Well, do you? Because I would assume that your adrenaline at times would be pumping so hard if somebody comes flying in like, we got a gunshot. What do we like? Do you use any sort of like beta blocker or anything like that? Or are you just cool and calm? No, you know, I, I call them pucker points, right? <laughs> yeah, outside you have to stay as calm as you can because there's always loved ones. The staff feeds off of your adrenaline. If you look scared, then it just, it's chaos. So externally, absolutely, you got to be as calm as you can. Um, at least you try to control it as much as you can. But inside, there's always, because this is someone's life. This is someone's family, a father, a kid. You know, a loved one. And so, yeah, there's always a level of intensity. And honestly, it's just an honor to be in that moment with those people because they trust me. And I'm a, if you looked at me, I can't even grow a full beard. They think I'm a 12-year-old kid. <laughs> and, you know, and, and so it is. I'm so grateful for what I get to do. And all the people across the country that do this, the ambulance drivers, the nurses, everybody that has a hand in it, they're phenomenal people. They're amazing. So I'm just, I'm just grateful to get to do what I get to do. It takes a different kind of person, and I'm glad that people like you exist because somebody would come in and I would go, I can't do it. I'm a, I've, been, I've been broken. I'm tapped out. <laughs> I'm not doing this episode. They're like, no, this is real life. You're an ER doctor. Nope, I'm out. So just appreciate what you do. Holy moly. Let me ask you this question. Do you ever get in the middle of something and you have to go to the bathroom real bad? Nice. <laughs> no, no, no. That parasympathetic system is shut down. You're not worried about people that. <laughs> If you did, <laughs> just bear with me here. If you did have to yeah. pee real bad and you're right in the middle of it, would you just go in your pants? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's someone's life versus me defecating. Absolutely. Well, I oh, said pee, pee, but okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> He's a doctor. He gets to say this. Hey, uh, or that's such a good question. I've never thought about it because you hear of surgeries that sometimes last 12 hours and it's like, oh, did doctors... Can they say, hey, quick bathroom break, or do they wear a diaper? Well, you just do your hands and call timeout. <laughs> you know how you do timeout sign, and everything stops for a minute. Mm-hmm. But you only have 60 seconds because time goes back in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Darren, appreciate your call. Thanks for the nice words. Uh, hopefully, um, hey, thank you guys. hopefully I never it. have to see you in a circumstance like that, and hopefully I can meet you in real life. Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. Thank All right, you. Darren. See you later, bud. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Uh, we've just been told, we were talking earlier this morning about Jared Isaacman. He's the guy that's sending that that spaceship up, and he's going to go up with it. He's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And you get to go into space and take three other people with him. He's going to come on tomorrow on the show. I would like for one of us to go into space with him. You would. Not me. <laughs> but you're in the hat. But I'll probably be busy, though. But we're going to talk to him tomorrow. He's a billionaire, and he's the one that's funding this thing. A, a, a civilian Crazy. flight into space. But we just got word he's going to come on the show tomorrow. For the most part, court is viral right now. And so this lawyer in Texas gets on, opens up Zoom, and the judge is there, the other lawyer's there, he's there, except his whole head is a cat. (laughs) So this judge, Roy B. Ferguson, was presiding over a case, and he noticed that one of the attorneys, Rod Ponton, appeared to be wearing a big cat head, except it wasn't. It was... The, the Zoom filter. <laughs> of a cat. <laughs> of a cat. 
And it looked like he's a cat. And his eyes were moving. <laughs> the Perfect mouth was cat. moving, too. And the video's been posted to YouTube. Here you go. Can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, in the... it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's... <laughs> I'm here live. It's not. I'm not a cat. I can. I can see that. <laughs> I'm not a cat. Oh, that's the best. He thought a real life cat hopped on. No, no, no. <laughs> Your Honor, it's me. Uh, I saw a story too where a guy bought flowers for his best friend in the office, who he calls his work wife. Ooh, but he, <laughs> not good. But he doesn't understand why it bothers his girlfriend. <laughs> why you say not good? Is this a bonehead? Like, what's he thinking? I know. I was thinking about this too this morning because I don't even like the term work wife. That makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. If that were to be a term, it would be that I use, it would be Amy, but I don't like that term. It's like we were talking about people dating their daughters. I understand what that means. It's just weird for me to say dating your daughter. Mm -hmm. It's weird for me to say work wife. Daddy daughter date. That's what you you mean. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't mind that. I like daddy daughter date. But I had said, yes, like parents should date their kids. (laughs) That just feels weird to say. And I know what you mean. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. But whenever people say work wife, I'm like, oh, that's always kind of weird if you have a real wife. Uh Uh-huh. Or I have a fiance, so I wouldn't be like, yeah, I was with my work wife, Amy. <laughs> yeah, and then it's probably uncomfortable for the other person in the relationship. Like, my husband would be like, why is Bobby calling you his work wife? Right. So I was thinking about this. You can get her, like, a Starbucks gift card and not flowers. Hmm. You get her something, because flowers, for the most part, represent love. You don't get your buddy flowers. Right. Right. And I think his heart was in the right place, because I think he was just trying to get her something she <laughs> liked. Because I bet in the past she had received flowers, and he's like, I'll just get her something she likes. Yeah. But also, you got to expect your girl not to love that. And maybe she's so cool that it doesn't matter to her. Probably not. But but probably not. How how would you react, Amy? I mean, so what is it? This was for Valentine's Day? Or just anything? Yeah, it was just for anything. He just wanted to... Yeah, flower. Okay. Um, Because I was about to say, (laughs) oh, am I getting something for Valentine's Day? No, you're not. But I think, yeah, you got to know your... Read the room. And if you're in a relationship or she's in a relationship, it's on the other side. You have to think of their feelings. So I would go ahead and just, yeah, do something a little safer, like a gift card. I think that that's perfect. He did say they were white flowers and white flowers are platonic. Oh. Oh, I would just avoid flowers. Right. If you have to even think I need to get the platonic flower, then like don't get the flower. <laughs> then don't get the flower. And then also the gift card, make sure that's a safe place. Like Starbucks. Don't get it to like, you know, Victoria's Secret. I would agree with that too. <laughs> obviously. Well, obviously some things aren't obvious yeah. to people. Lisa in Savannah, Georgia is on the phone. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Good. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. <laughs> I was calling because I'm not a road rager, but my car is covered in stickers, and I have probably 25 things hanging from my rearview mirror. <laughs> you may be on a road so rager horrible. yet, but you have all the tools to be someone who's getting on the road, flying around, being crazy. No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, when people blow their horn at me, I say, oh, bless their heart. They're probably having a bad day. <laughs> well, you're the one then, if you didn't hear the show earlier. People that have all kinds of bumper stickers on their cars are the ones that get busted for more road rage than other people. And I just say it's because, hey, look, they don't care. They're living their life wild and free <laughs> and on their car and in their car. But I appreciate that, Lisa. How are you today? Is everything else going good? I'm doing well. It's so good to talk to you, Bobby. Good to talk to you, too. Yeah. Hope you have a great day. 
Thank you. All right, bye bye. So quickly, uh, I was reading about Tom Brady's diet. He does not have coffee ever, not allowed in his diet. Really? You have to understand Tom Brady's 43 years old and he's playing at the level of, of 25 year olds. And so here's what he doesn't have. White flour, white sugar, dairy products, anything with gluten. He doesn't eat any vegetables that could cause inflammation. So no tomatoes, eggplants, peppers, or mushrooms. Nightshades. I don't know what that means. Well, that's well anything in that category, you can Google it. He doesn't consume it. Mm. He focuses on dark leafy greens, whole grains, legumes. You know, I bet this is easy if you have somebody cooking it for you. Too. Yeah, totally. That's what I was thinking. If it's available, why not? I mean, he's had to work to get... I'm not hating because he's had yeah. to work to get to that point because the guy didn't have this when he started, mm-hmm. but he has achieved different levels which allowed him more resources through work and achievement. So I'm not hating, but I'm saying I bet this is a lot easier if you have somebody doing it for yeah. you. You know, hitting this. I couldn't. I'd be like, does it come from HelloFresh? <laughs> if not, you're in trouble. Yeah, code Bones 10, get 10 <laughs> free meals. Eddie, don't start this diet. No, 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 I will. That's too complicated for me. You're still rocking your diet. I'm still rocking it, dude. Yeah. It's not that crazy, though. I mean, mine's very simple. It's like egg whites, I mean, boiled eggs or whatever, and fish and veggies, and that's it. Eddie did have two cheat bites. You can see it's up today. Caitlin, my fiance's uh, unfancy cooking. Eddie came over and taught her how to make. Come on. Organic margaritas. Yeah. Which were very easy to make. Yep. Oddly. I don't drink, but I saw it. And I was like, wow, that's all it took, huh? And then also you made uh, fajitas and he did the grill and in the kitchen. It's really, really good. Yeah, cool. Thank you, man. And he took two bites of it and then put it away. I figured you really couldn't do a cooking show and be like, ah, oh, I made, I showed you how to make this, but I'm not going to try it. So I took a couple bites from oh, my Oh, yeah. Taco. Good for you. I'll put the link on my Twitter as soon as this segment is over at Mr. Bobby Bones. You can go check out that episode of Eddie with Caitlin. You guys are pretty funny together. Oh, yeah? Mm. You mean should we do more? I don't know. No, <laughs> I'm a loser. Oh, come I'm on. not funny with her. You are. Uh, yeah, check that out. Amy was telling me a story about how they're putting up a new purse store in Austin. What's the name of the purse store? Yeah, it's going in on South Congress, and it's called Hermes. Okay. We've talked about these bags. They have a bag called, the, their most popular bag is the Birkin bag, and that bag can range anywhere from $9,000 to, <gasps> to, to like $500,000. Yeah, I just pulled it up. There's an Hermes Birkin 30-centimeter Hermes. Himalayan with diamond hardware for $449,000. Yeah. What is happening? Plus $70 for shipping. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine I mean, looking at this oh. and going, man, I want it, but that shipping cost is out of control. <laughs> You'd think they would, you know, do free shipping on something like that. But I guess, yeah, they're putting it in because a lot of high-profile celebrities and tech people are moving. So that's what's making mm. them do it. I'm going to read you some more Hermes bags here. Here's a red one. And this one is $339,000. It is a braze porcelain with diamond hardware. Does that mean the, it's actually diamonds on the inside? Has to be for that price, right? Here's one. It's a little cheaper if you're, if you're a budget <laughs> shopper. A 35 coveted black porcelain crocodile for $115,000. Oh. This is a purse. Kayla and I were at breakfast about three weeks ago, and she goes, what the? And I was like, what? She goes, that bag that girl has? It's a $40,000 bag. And I tried to figure out which country wife she was. Mm. She didn't look familiar? She she did a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was like, she's married to somebody. And I couldn't quite place who it was. Like, I know it was somebody's country wife, because I've seen her before, but I could. But she had a $40,000 bag on her arm. So you didn't think about singing just random songs and see if she, which one she would lift her head up? Okay, hold on. It's a quarter after. <laughs> not not Charles' wife. No, okay. I guess not Charles' day's wife. From Lady A. <laughs> 
But yeah, was, I couldn't believe it was like seeing a dodo bird. Yeah. A $40,000 bag just chilling in like mm. a random breakfast place that we go to. Apparently these bags are so expensive because the pockets make it highly functional. Yeah, so do my jeans. And they're not that ex- My pockets rock on my pants. My jeans aren't that expensive. And the bag seals to prevent anything from spilling. Oh. What are you putting in these pockets? You put in there. Jam? <laughs> uh, Hermes makes the bag in France and uses premium materials like calf skin, alligator skin, and ostrich skin. Each bag is made entirely by hand and real diamonds. Mm-hmm. Really? You would hope if it's... That expensive. Real... <laughs> Half a million dollars. I just don't. Un- I don't. I don't understand. Can you just walk into that store, or is it like high, high security? I think you can. I've never seen one. I don't think a store. I ha- I don't know. I haven't either. But I mean, they're high. Have I seen? Are there, are there, Maybe are I they was at the thinking mall? like in New York, not here. <laughs> oh, no. they're at the mall. Dude. But that's why. It, <laughs> you yeah. know. Well, I don't know if the big <laughs> Abercrombie. If <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, American Eagle, <laughs> Skechers, <laughs> Hermes. <laughs> Um, but I thought maybe if like some of the medi- lower to medium ones, they would have at a store, but they don't have a. I don't think so. No, I have no. I don't. I don't know if like at Saks Fifth Avenue or Neiman's, they have a little mm. corner that sells a few of them. I'm not sure. It looks like the closest one is in Atlanta mm. to us, and I'll be like, "Hey, did you go to the Hermes store?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is not Hermes. <laughs> Here is Ryan from Arkansas. Left his voicemail hey, last morning. night. Here you hey, go. Bobby. Morning, studio. I was listening for Bobby Bones. I didn't hear him, but I didn't watch the whole game on the, the Arkansas game. Maybe it was on earlier or the pregame show, but congratulations to Arkansas. Bye. Uh, Ryan's a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. I guess he was waiting for me last night on ESPN. I did the intro to the ball, ball game, and in the first half, I was on for like five minutes on talking with them on the phone. So I, don't, I was on. Yeah, you were on right at the beginning. I have a clip of Eddie watching the game. Yeah, I watched it with my kids. And then a f- what? What's the other clip here? I don't know. I, I didn't send. I didn't send those in. Oh, you didn't send it. No. You have a just a full promo, and then there's one Eddie watching with his kids. Just play the Eddie watching with his kids. Should be a great one tonight. Ravi, nice. Jimmy, enjoy the call. See you soon. Don't forget, go Hawks. Hey, kids sound like huge fans. Eddie. Who knows what he said? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Really, I think they they. I, I don't know what goes through their mind because they know you. They see you in person. They've been to your house. They know you're my best friend. But they, like, see you on TV, and they just somehow act like that's normal. I don't understand. I don't know what it's like for them to see someone in person, know that they're dad's friend, and then, oh, they're on ESPN. Like, uh, to me, that would blow my mind. Well, to me, seeing me on TV blows my mind. Yeah. And to them, it's just like, hey, look, it's Bobby. If they don't see someone opening toys on YouTube, they don't care. <laughs> I think they only want to see the egg guy who, right about who that. opens that up. I'll tell you what I did that was dumb yesterday is I finally got to announce my new show on Nat Geo, which has been working on it for a long time. The, the trailer is up on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. But there was this thing where we have to go on and it's all virtual now and you talk about your show and people ask you questions about it, reporters. But the one in front of me, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman was doing her oh, show. Oh, yeah. Because we both have a show coming on Nat Geo. And they were like, okay, don't click this link until it's time for you to go on because if you click the link, you're going to end up in the room with them. I... I was on my phone or something when they said that. So I clicked the link. I pop into the room with Gal Gadot. <laughs> She's talking about her show, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God, and I'm trying to get out of it and leave room as fast as possible. So you know how when you're doing a Zoom and someone just pops in? Uh-huh. That happened with me yesterday. So you didn't say anything, though? No, but I think you saw my face go, uh-oh. <laughs> That's why they can't let me do cool things, because I do dumb stuff like that. 
Uh, Kaylee in St. Louis, you're on the air. Hi, Kaylee. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? I'm so excited to be on the show. Thank I listen you. to you guys uh, on my way to and from work every day. I'm a critical care paramedic just outside of St. Louis, Missouri. And um, I was hoping you could give a special shout out to my little girl. She's two years old. Her name is Autumn Jane. She uh, had a liver transplant last February, and we're getting ready to celebrate one year post-transplant on Saturday. And uh, we were blessed enough that her dad was a match, and he was able to donate a portion of his liver to her. And, uh, yeah, we're just really excited. She's doing really well. It's the best Valentine's Day gift that we could ask for. Well, that's great. Congratulations to all of you, the whole family. How's, how's Dad doing, too? Excellent, excellent. It was, the recovery time was minimal, and both are doing really, really well. And we just hope that uh, you can pimp some joy and uh, spread the love her way and for continued health, you know? Yeah, what's your daughter's name? It's Autumn Jane. That's what it was, Autumn Jane. Oh, I'll tell you that. what, first of all, congratulations. We love it makes us all smile here in the studio. Secondly, we'll put you on hold and we'll uh, send all three of you guys some Pimp and Joy stuff because that's pretty cool. Congratulations. Tell her we said that we're thinking about her and we're happy she's getting better. Hey, thanks. We really appreciate it. All right. Don't hang up, okay, Kaylee? I'm going to put you on hold and get your info. Okay. All right. There she is, uh-huh. Kaylee. Hey, thanks, uh, John in Louisiana, you're on the show. What's going on with you, John? Hey, Bobby. How are you? Pretty good, man. What's happening? So I need some advice. So I am currently getting my MBA and working full time. And over the last couple of years, I've just kind of been struggling with a lot of anxiety and a lot of stuff on my chest. And it's got to the point where I think I need, you know, to go talk to somebody like a therapist or something. And I was just wondering how important therapy is to, you know, I know you go to therapy. I know Amy does too. I'm just wondering how important that is for you guys and how much that has helped you and, how would I tell my parents that I, you know, need a break from school and that I'm thinking about going to therapy? I think it's a great question. Uh, you're from Louisiana. You're probably from like a part of the country like me where I grew up in Arkansas. And not only were we extremely poor, right? We were right at the poverty line, but therapy wasn't a thing because we had to worry about food before we had to worry about mental health. Mental health just wasn't a thing. Um, so when I started to go to therapy, it was not because I had some great awakening. I wish I could be like, man, I started going because I just knew it was right. Honestly, no. I went because my insurance, the first time I had insurance said, hey, you can also go to a therapist. And I thought, well, I wonder if I just went and talked to somebody else who didn't have an interest in me personally, but just had an interest in the greater good of someone, if that would help me. And I went, changed my life. Completely changed my life. In that your friends, they're reacting to you as your friends. They'll tell you mostly the truth, but they have your specific interest in mind as your friend. People that you work with, everybody kind of has a relationship with you and they're giving you guidance based on what they know. A therapist for me was an outside perspective that I felt wasn't biased at all and that's what I needed. Uh, Also, man, if you're burnt out, if you want to be great at something and you're burnt out, you got to take a step back sometimes to get re-energized so you can continue to be great at it. I was just talking with you know, a friend of mine who's doing a podcast, and she's like, man, I'm so burnt out. She goes, I just want to stop. And I said, good, then stop and then get back at it in a month or two because I would rather have you chase after it full capacity with your full capacity than just dragging yourself, hating it, and never wanting to do it again. So if you feel like that's what you need for your mental health, if I'm going to spend so much time working on my physical health, which I do, I got to spend that time in mental health as well. And we're just now learning the benefits of that. 
I would encourage you just to be honest with your parents and say, hey, I need to talk to somebody that doesn't have an interest in me personally. Like, I'm not good right now. And it's okay to not be okay. And tell them that. And if they don't understand, then it's just on you to go do it yourself. Nobody understood where I was coming from. And that's okay. I hated they didn't understand. They, they weren't able to have that luxury. And for me, I was. So I would just have that conversation with them. And if they don't understand, that's also okay. Sometimes you just got to do you. And sometimes you just got to go and get John in a good place so you can be the best John possible. All right? Right. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Does that, does that help you at all? Oh, absolutely. It definitely does. I've, um, I've been trying to, you know, get in and talk to you guys for a while, but, you know, this is... This has just kind of been on my mind and on my heart lately, and uh, that advice definitely really, really helps, so I really appreciate it. Don't stay tired and upset. Get yourself right, even if it takes you taking a break, okay? Right. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, John. Have a good day, bud. Thank you. You too. All right. See you later. There he is. Amy, anything you want to add to that? I just think it's great that he's self-aware. Like, he should, like, have... I'm encouraging him because not a lot of people are that self-aware that they maybe need to take a break and that they need to talk to someone. And talking out your feelings is therapeutic in itself. Like for some people that maybe can't afford a therapist, like finding someone you can at least just talk to will get that process started. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, Call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Don't forget tomorrow on the show, Jared Isaacman. He is a billionaire. He is a fighter pilot. He is manning the first civilian mission into space. And he's going to take some regular folks with him. I'm going to try to convince him to take one of these knuckleheads. (laughs) Or you. Nah, I'm probably like, (laughs) I'm not good. I get real car sick, man. I'm probably not your guy. But we'll talk to him tomorrow. That'll be awesome. Tomorrow on the show, Jared Isaacman will be on. He is a billionaire. He's the one that is making that flight happen up into space, the oh, civilian yeah. space flight. The goal is to get one of us on that flight. And by one of us, I mean anyone but me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's going to be on the show tomorrow, which is pretty cool. Amy, what's going on with you today? Today I start with a... I'm super excited because I start with a new therapist. It's just for me, like all mine. So I'm excited for that. What about you? Bathroom is... Starting with the remodel after the flooding, mm-hmm. they have to come and prep prep for demolition today. So we oh. got to move completely out of the bedroom. Everything, clothes, closet, oh, man. stinks. We got to live in another part of the house for a month or so. Uh, doing that, I'm gonna talk to a dog trainer today on the phone. I'm gonna do some uh, Canadian stuff because we're launching on a bunch of Canadian stations up there. So I'm doing a bunch of Canadian TV shows, just being like, hey, please love me. That's basically yeah. it. They don't know anything about me. <laughs> You're going to beg. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, <laughs> please. Any-. So doing that. Have a great day. Got a good show tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Let's go. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show.